Hello everyone, and welcome back to The Jewish Story. Season 2 is fast approaching, so let's catch up on the history we've covered so far and get ready for what's around the corner. Season 1 of The Jewish Story covered the first 1300 years of Jewish history, from the leaving of Egypt until the First Roman-Jewish War. We kicked off our story in Episode 1 by exploring the first historical evidence of the Jewish people, traveling back to 1200 BCE when Pharaoh Merneptah declared that the Israelites had been vanquished forever, or so he thought. We then followed the exiled Jews north to the land of Israel, where they established the United Israelite Kingdom at the turn of the first millennium BCE. We watched King David take Jerusalem as Israel's capital, King Solomon oversee the construction of the first temple, and then saw the fracturing of the United Kingdom of Israel into the two smaller kingdoms of Judea and Samaria. The Jews were living the sweet life until the late 8th century, when the Assyrian Empire laid siege to Jerusalem. King Hezekiah, who built his famous underground aqueduct through solid limestone, and the Jews were ultimately saved by the Nubians, who pushed back the Assyrians. We then skipped forward a few decades to meet Yoshiahu, the devout king who helped revitalize and reform the Jewish religion, and who allied Judea with the increasingly powerful Babylonian Empire to take on the Egyptians and Assyrians. When Yoshiahu was killed in battle, the Egyptians placed his nephew Jehoiakim on the throne. Initially a puppet king of the Egyptians, Jehoiakim switched his allegiances so often that eventually the Babylonians decided to finish him off, conquering Judea and placing a new puppet king on the throne. Tzikiahu, the next Babylonian chosen king, was less cooperative than expected, leading a series of Jewish uprisings which ultimately sparked the Babylonian invasion of Jerusalem in 587 BCE and the destruction of the first temple. In episode two, we watched what happened in the aftermath of the Babylonian destruction of Jerusalem. The king, priests, and societal elites were captured by the Babylonians and sent back to Babylon as prisoners. The lower middle-class Jews either stayed in Jerusalem or fled back to Egypt. As these groups settled into their new homes, their Jewish practices began to diverge. In Persian-controlled Egypt, Jews prayed at temples, kept kosher, and celebrated Jewish holidays like Shabbat and Passover, but also acknowledged some of the pagan gods of the region and intermarried with their Egyptian neighbors. This was in contrast to the Jews in Jerusalem and Babylon, who maintained a much more traditional and fixed Jewish practice. The Jerusalemites set out rebuilding the temple and convened the first public Torah reading, while the Babylonians began compiling and writing down the text of the Tanakh. These Eastern Jews also made it a priority to instruct Diaspora Jews on how to practice the Jewish holidays properly, and discourage them from assimilation. Despite their differences, both groups of Jews were fairly happy and prosperous until the Greeks swept through the Middle East in the 4th century BCE, toppling the Persian Empire and taking control of the Jewish territories. In episode 4, we explored Jewish existence under the rule of the Macedonian Empire, initially under Alexander the Great himself, and then under the generals who took over from him, primarily Seleucid and Ptolemy. In Egypt, we saw Jews continue their blend of assimilation and preservation of Judaism, with the first synagogues emerging in the new Greek-Jewish diaspora. In Jerusalem, the second temple, built by repatriated Jews in the aftermath of the Babylonian destruction of Jerusalem, became a mecca of both religion and culture, and Jews had to strike their own balance of maintaining their Jewish identity 
while indulging in the blossoming Greek civilization around them. All of this was going on against the backdrop of constant back-and-forth wars between the two rivaling Greek factions, the Seleucids and Ptolemies, and, across the Mediterranean Sea, the Roman Republic was rising as a more dominant power. In 200 BCE, the Seleucids, under Antiochus III, beat back the Ptolemies at the Battle of Panium, finally taking control of Jewish territory for the first time. But Antiochus III's luck made him greedy, and he continued to try to edge in on the expanding Roman Republic. Ultimately, his army was destroyed by the Romans at the Battle of Magnesia in 190 BCE, and his son was taken prisoner. While the Greeks were at each other's throats, a smaller battle was going on in Jerusalem between various prominent Jews, namely Onias, Jason, and Menelaus, each vying for the powerful position of high priest. Each deposed the next, and each successive high priest became more and more keen on Greek integration and the abandonment of Jewish practice. The Jews of Jerusalem began to riot in protest, giving Jason his chance to march a small army back to Jerusalem, retaking the high priesthood and murdering many Greek soldiers as he did so. When Antiochus IV returned to Jerusalem, he was furious at this mass slaughter of Greek soldiers and made the Jews pay the price. He massacred 40,000 Jews, sold off just as many as slaves, and banned all Jewish ritual observances. He also sent his Greek soldiers out on a campaign of terror, forcing Jews across Judea to eat pork at spear point and pledge their faith to Zeus. Many Jews submitted. Others resisted and died for it. But one family was strong enough to give the Greeks a run for their money, the Hasmoneans, who started a guerrilla resistance movement which grew to finally throw the Greeks out of Jerusalem in 165 BCE. In episode 5, we saw the rebirth of an independent Jewish nation under the Hasmoneans. We surveyed the subsequent Hasmonean kings, each one becoming increasingly power-hungry and militaristic, combining the roles of king and high priest into one superpower, and conquering and converting the surrounding territories. With the increasing power of the Hasmoneans, we saw a political divide begin to form among the Jewish people, the Sadducees being supportive of the Hasmoneans, and the Pharisees fearing their increasing power and forsaking of Jewish tradition. With the death of King Yohanatan, his two sons became embroiled in fierce competition for succession to the throne, each battling the other for the crown. But all of the unrest in the region made the ever-enlarging Roman Empire uneasy, and General Pompey was sent down to set things straight. Pompey sided with Yonatan, helping him to take the high priesthood, and in exchange assuming de facto control of Judea for the Romans. Pompey went on to become consul of Rome, along with the famous Julius Caesar. The men began as friends, but soon turned rivals, engaging in a bitter battle for control of the Roman Empire that ended with Pompey's defeat at the Battle of Pharsalus. Pompey fled to Alexandria, where he was killed by some of the locals. This infuriated Caesar, who marched on Alexandria, joining forces with Cleopatra and ultimately placing her on the Egyptian throne, further expanding Rome's sphere of influence. For his support of Caesar during the war, Antipater, right-hand man of Yonatan, was made procurator of Judea, and he in turn made each of his sons, Herod and Phasael, governors. Upon his return to Rome, Caesar was brutally murdered by members of the Roman Senate, leaving rule of Rome split between the Senate-backed Mark Antony, Caesar's former general, and Octavian, Caesar's adopted son. These two engaged in a protracted conflict, 
and ultimately Octavian emerged victorious, becoming the first sole emperor of Rome. Meanwhile, Antigonus, Aristobulus's son, retook Judea from Yonatan and sent Herod fleeing to Rome. In episode 6, we saw Herod's brutal retaking of Jerusalem, with backing from the Roman Empire to become king of the Jews and ruler in Judea. We saw him engage in massive building projects in an attempt to win the affection of Judea's population, and simultaneously to impress the Roman emperors. With the Romans now having more control than ever in Judea, tensions continued to mount between the Romans and Jews, and Judean society became increasingly complex. The populace fractured even more politically, with the Zealots and Essenes arising as new, more radical political groups. Herod died in the year 4 CE, being one of the last of the true kings of Judea. After his death, the fate of the Jews lay more and more in the hands of the Roman emperors themselves, and too often Roman officials would ignore Jewish pleas for help and sometimes beat and cheat them. As anti-Roman resentment among the Jewish population steadily grew, Jesus of Nazareth was born, began his work as a prophet, and gathered a substantial following, ultimately being crucified as a traitor to the Roman Empire. A boiling point was reached in the year 66 CE when the vandalism of a Jewish temple sent the Jews into open revolt, sparking the First Roman-Jewish War, which ended with the destruction of the Second Temple and the massacre of thousands of Jews. In Season 2, we will pick up right where we left off, with Jerusalem burning, the Second Temple destroyed, and the surviving Jews fleeing south towards the Dead Sea. That's next week on The Jewish Story.